Hamana, 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 hamana. Hi there, listener. Um, catchphrase, trademark. Not really. Uh, I'm, uh, this is uh, Nigh Unwatchable, the show where we watch bad shit so that you don't have to. I'm Harrison. That's Chris. Uh, that's an intro. Uh, play music now. Hi, I'm here too. Listening to what you shouldn't see. This is not unwatchable. Did I not? Did I? I. I may not have said. You. I just didn't I may speak not have, yet. Oh, I just okay, didn't say okay, anything. Okay. 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 I, I wanted. I okay. wanted to Shoot. vocalize my presence. Okay. For a second there, I thought that you were implying that that I had not introduced you, uh, which did happen not thirty seconds prior, and I was still willing to take your word that I had not done the deed. <laughs> I was like, God, that that definitely sounds like me in a minute. That's Chris. Just ultimate gaslighting. <laughs> just it would. We work. are recording something that we are going to share with the world, and I'm gaslighting you moments after you said something saying you didn't say well you eh, i believe you it. do have the power to remove my saying it as the editor so you there are <laughs> levels of gas lightery that you could get into uh if oh, you yeah. wanted i'm glad you don't but you know chris i i just uh it worked so well last week got such a positive response online that I've got a few more little chocolate quotes. It did not. It did not get such a positive response. Yes, it online. did. Yes, it did. Did anyone comment? Everybody on it? commented. Dale, did you comment? Dale on this? commented. Kata commented. Uh, Emmy, <laughs> the Bish, commented. They all commented. They took you know they, they go to uh, hmm. uh, a school that you can't I see. see the so you, yeah, well they told me personally. So, um, <laughs> all right, our first Dove chocolate quote is. Be someone you look up to. That's from Emily in Kansas. Number two, no, number two, number two is don't stop until you're proud again. God fucking don't. Damn. So don't stop until you're proud has made up for about fifty percent of the one. I don't I think it's more like seventy five. Well, I don't know if it's just the ones I'm opening or if other people have experienced this. Uh, and then the last. <laughs> The last one is not a quote. The last one is the word beautiful, but instead of the letter U, there's a parenthesis, the word U, Y-O-U, end parenthesis. So B-U-tiful. And it's not even attributed to anyone or put in quotes. I am, they just, just, I that's, am glad. That's a dub special right I'm there. glad no one is attributed because that would be embarrassing. I would, that, that... <laughs> That would be pretty bad. I, 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 again, I'm kind of surprised that, uh, that, I don't know. I think they're all made up. I really don't. I don't buy that, that Julia in Kansas is out there being proud of herself or whatever. Um, so there's, I mean, they don't need to be real. No, I, I don't care. No, it's, it's fine. I wish they were more like Snapple facts, but instead, they're, <laughs> no, no, they're little lies. They're little lies. <laughs> little lies from Dove. If you enjoyed this week's little lies from Dove, uh, let us know, and we will, we will, maybe we'll 
limit it to one per app. Except if we get be proud of yourself again, we'll skip that. Yeah, I think eventually we'll just have to expand it to things that products want to tell you. And and it's just like things not related to the product that are printed on the product. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Audience, if you want to hear more little lies from, uh, I don't know, I'll figure out some L word that means corporate America. If you want that, let us know uh, at Nigh Unwatchable. Because um, I definitely get on Twitter since... The implosion. Um, we watched a movie, Chris. You mean X? Sorry. I, we, let's not talk about you, X. Uh. You know that's not what I mean. You know. Sorry, you know, go on. Damn, you, you know finally get a damn started. well that's not what I mean. Uh, okay. Um, well, the earth stood still, I hear. Um, it did yeah, so for the, the day. The day it did. Oh, it, it, yeah. I guess it was a, a day. Um, then when that happened, happened for the first time in 1951, if I'm not mistaken. Is that, is that true, Chris? That is, that is when the, the movie came out the first time, but we're not talking about the OG. We're talking about the 2008 remake. Wow. I actually have more info because the day the earth stood still original isn't even, um itself the original the 1951 film is based on a 1940 short story called farewell to the master um interesting but our remake that's that's just a little fun aside for you listener our remake directed by scott derrickson screenplay by david scarpa starring keanu reeves an alien sent to try to change human behavior <laughs> in an effort to save Earth from environmental degradation, which is kind of kind of not quite right. This version replaces the Cold War era theme of nuclear warfare with the contemporary issue of negative human impact on the environment. The film co-stars, and this is fucking true. Listen to this list of co-stars. Jennifer Connelly, mm. Jaden Smith, mm. John Cleese, oh. John Hamm. Yeah. And Kathy Bates. And Kat and 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 Oscar winner Kathy Bates. And Oscar winner Kathy Bates. And not 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 for nothing. James Hong. James Hong. Oh yeah. yeah. One I of my favorites. In this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. You've got a 50-50 shot with any movie that he's in it. So like He's just such a, such a, I think he, I, I, and that's, that's only partially a joke. I do believe that he has uh, a record of some kind as like the most uh, on-screen appearances, most credited appearances. Um, He's got to be up there. I, I would believe that. I'm sure that is a tight race though with a lot of people because other names I would think of would be like, what, like Margot Martindale, John C. Riley, like Laura Linney. Like you have people who have just been in everything forever. Yeah for yeah yeah all in that age group though a lot of people all they're all of the all of those people are around the same oh age. john james hong so <laughs> that man just looks dynamite he's 94 wait what he's 94 because i looked at <laughs> i looked shit. it up and like the most recent movie i've seen with him in it what? he's of course the grandfather in everything everywhere all at once 
a movie that came out a year ago. Motherfucker does not look 94. I mean, like, wow, early 80s, 94. maybe, but 94, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he definitely looks old. He's one of those people, though, who has always looked like him. Exactly. He has aged the way you want to age. Yes. Where it's like, you're an older version of you. Yeah. But, like, you haven't but it's gotten, still graceful. Like, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's still graceful. Like you, you haven't lost like the shape of you, you know. Like yeah, he generally has the same contours and, and yeah. For comparison, uh, someone who is the opposite of this in the aging process, in you know, out of famous people, Christopher Plummer. Go and look at mm. Christopher Plummer in The Sound of Music, and look at Christopher Plummer right before he died. Different people. It's insane. It is insane, but it's no, it, it's no less bad. It's no less, it's different. It's different for sure. He dies handsome. But it's still, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Still a hunk. What can I say? (laughs) Um, But yes, the, the day the earth stood still, it is a remake. Um, So what, what did we just like go through the plot? Do you think? I mean. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, let's just... It's... it's So, if you guys haven't seen the basics of this, I kind of already explained it at the top with our little... Kind of hard to miss. still blurb. Kind of hard to miss. But, I mean, um, I definitely... Like, I've I have never seen this movie, but as it was progressing, there were several parts where I was like, well, of course I've seen this scene, you know, because it... I mean, it had a pretty crazy marketing uh, push there for a while. Yeah. And I mean, this is also a great movie. Like, I I have seen the original just because it was one of those, like, just classics that was always played on TC. Oh, no, I meant I've seen parts of the 2008 because of how... No, I know, but I'm I'm saying, like, this is... It was a good marketing scheme, and it's a movie that's not that old, so it makes sense. People may have seen it or seen clips from it flipping through channels or just ads. But, like, it's also... The original's still very famous. Yeah as well and well regarded um, as like a masterpiece of science fiction it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah i think it's one of the best of that era because one of the big problems i have as a modern viewer with old science fiction films mm-hmm. is that they're too they rely so much on the viewer being a hundred percent engaged mm-hmm. to where a lot of them are really boring because Can they're be. just like the concepts are so cool and we are investing in the production design but like also the concept of what we're talking about and i'm like all but right also, yeah, but we've been talking about this concept for 100 yeah, years now it's 1950 so I don't care like how much do you reasonably <laughs> expect of us at this juncture in filmmaking <laughs> yeah that too exactly yeah but i think what if i'm not mistaken because also you know full disclosure i have not seen the original i understand though that that the way it works within the limitations of the time is considered impressive though um yes it's also i believe let me google this really fast i believe the original is like far shorter than (laughs) the remake which and the remake is not super long i think it clocks in at like 145 which you would think is (laughs) going into it i was expecting it 
I was like, oh, an hour 45? Like, that's easy. Yeah, 150, but One same f- difference. Yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, it's only a little bit longer. It does make sense. We'll get into why this makes sense. It does make sense that it's longer. The original is an hour and a half, so just a, a clean 90 minutes. Yeah. Which I love. I love a 90-minute movie. Well, especially um, if, you know, your message is kind of straightforward. Yeah, the point of this movie, if you're totally unaware and you just weren't listening earlier when we said it at the top, is aliens come to Earth um, and not a lot of explanation as to why or and or much explanation as to the background is given, but aliens or some kind of interplanetary, interplanetary consortium or some such has been watching Earth and is worried about how violent earth is becoming and this is this is the original they're worried about how violent earth is becoming in reference to nukes mm-hmm. and like the ability to annihilate life right and a valid concern and that's like good in the remake it's the exact same problem but it's the ability to annihilate life through carelessness not only war but also environmental destruction a point which is both, which is though. incredibly lazily made and not I mean, well, I guess we'll get into it when when we're describing the plot. But for such a straightforward premise, you would think it would come right out and say that. And it doesn't. It's just like you're ruining the planet. And it leaves it at that. No fingers are pointed. No, no. Like, you know, it's not. There's no reckoning of like who it is that's ruining the planet. It's just like, ah, you're ruining it. And it's like, I mean, I guess I'll take that. I agree. I just don't know that the wholesale annihilation of the human race is necessarily the answer. But uh, there's just so much. I think there's so much like taken for granted in the. in what should be talked about in this movie. This yes. movie, to me, and I mean, in part, this is because I've seen the original, and the original is of its time, which means it's a lot more talky. Yeah. Because there's just less special effects stuff you can do. Yeah. But we are talking about, like, this is a simple premise, but it is a massive problem that we are all still living with and cannot figure out how to solve and is worthy of having a talky movie about yes like what are we going to do about the fact that it seems like we're all going to kill each other in like a very real (laughs) way so so that's a great that's a great point (laughs) is just like before we even get to how the plot plays out it is absolutely worth noting that like the fundamental mistake in picking a talking movie and they chose to update it and decided that this needed to be like Transformers level of like big summer blockbuster type. And it and it was very much sold that way. Okay, well it came out oh, yeah. in December. But and- still, you you get the point. Like it, it it was sold as like, you know, a disaster movie, like a two thousand twelve or or the day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And it falls very very comfortably in line with like all of the you know like the jingo the post 9-11 jingoism is definitely like there and strewn throughout and i think that fundamentally you're running into a problem yeah like like somewhere in that writer's room someone should have piped up and been like hey 
Is it going to be a problem that the things we need to criticize, we won't be able to because we have to work with them in order to get this movie made? You know, <laughs> like, it, it, because I mean, there's stuff like product placement all over the goddamn place. Like, I mean, oh yeah, it's it's like this is a movie that is well, and it is. So part of the in this movie, and this is the quickest summary we can we can kind of I I don't know if we need to go through this step by step or anything, but alien lands, alien comes out, people scared, alien like gets shot. People scared again. What's going to happen now that, now was, that we shot the that alien? That was really so funny they, because, uh, like, so they take alien and run him away. I'm just going to run. Sorry, I'm just going to run. Through oh no, no, no! Hang on, like real quick, seconds. real quick, real quick. Oh, because okay. the because the <laughs> shooting of the alien got me because it's not just that it's an alien. The the thing's ship or vessel or whatever you want to call it is basically like a a, a cloud ball that is luminous from yeah. it is illuminated from within. Okay. So when they put the sniper on the roof, I texted Chris. I was like, the fuck is a sniper going to do? And then the alien steps out and they snipe his ass. I was like, oh, shit, it worked. It worked. <laughs> they were able to snipe this ethereal, like, <laughs> nonsense monster. Ugh. Okay, yeah, that's it. Which that's is, all I wanted to say about that. It's just the ludicrousness of, of that on the face of it. And they're all like, oh, no, we probably shouldn't have done that. So then they, like, take the alien blob and, like, rush it to a hospital. They don't know how to care for it because it's an alien. And then they start to realize as they dissect it that what they're dissecting is, like, effectively a giant placenta. And inside (laughs) is a grown man, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And they're like, how the hell is a human being coming out of this alien vessel? And they learn that, like the alien somehow like basically just grew a human so so the alien could exist we learn that the alien is real in like a consciousness sense like this is a real entity alien but this consciousness has been put into a human form and like keanu has to get used to his little human body for a few minutes or whatever and and this is all clearly because, you know, the Matrix just came out. It has a lot of Matrixy uh vibes to it. It does. And, <laughs> and then Keanu's like, I just need to, like, talk to your world leaders and let them know that shit's going bad. And then just people in the U.S. are freaking out. Kathy Bates come in, comes in as, like, the rep of the president because apparently the president and, like, everybody but the, the security of defense, the uh, secretary of defense uh is in hiding now because an alien ship landed mm-hmm. in new york city so Kathy yeah, bates the secretary of defense is like low-key the president i guess and <laughs> is like no we can't you know we gotta like hide this alien in like a secure facility can't let anyone know what it's talking about dr lady played by jennifer Connolly, who has for no good reason and this is part of why the movie is longer than the original has an orphan child played by jaden smith yes she does (laughs) and she and jaden smith take keanu reeves alien basically away from the u.s government to try to figure out what he wants which they realize is to get the earth to stop its evil ways and if they don't then the alien or whatever group it belongs to is going to kill everyone thereby basically kill all the humans in order to save the rest of the planet right 
And because earlier in the movie, he's like, I'm here to save uh, Earth. And then they, we get to yeah. play a fun little semantics game with that later. Like, thought you were here to save us. I'm here to save Earth. Not Yeah. So. Yeah. It's so dumb. And and it's like, anyway, it's it's just this movie that like happens and runs and it's action and yada, yada, yada. And they make it clear that the movie is about this saving Earth thing. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's always undercutting itself with like, product placements including like vehicles and like (laughs) big oil and and like all of these issues that run counter to the themes of the movie and also are not what should be talked about like the movie in instead of being about like a scary conversation or negotiation between an extraterrestrial and humanity about humanity's sins for lack of a better word right now um it's like a chase movie they like take keanu reeves it's a chase movie with will smith's son and jennifer connelly and it's just who like uh, i just hate it is jennifer jennifer connelly is not not trinity is she no no, that's uh. She looks similar. That's, that's she. She I does. She kind of. Yeah. She. She looks similar to her, and then she also looks pretty similar to um. Uh, Zoe Deschanel in some shots. Like at at first, I thought it was Zoe Deschanel. I was like, no, nah, that's, that's Jen, Jennifer Connelly. But um. But yeah, I don't know. There's the plot is not worthy of getting. We'll get into a few plot moments as we talk about it. But there's not there's not enough substance there because this movie isn't really supposed to have a plot. This movie is more of a conversation. Yeah. Than it is, than it is like a plot drenched movie. And they the reason the remake is terrible is because they took a movie that's about having a difficult conversation with the viewer. Yeah. Obviously. Not directly, but that's the point. It is supposed to be in dialogue with, like, how the viewer feels about their current world situation. Mm -hmm. And instead it turns into just, like, this weird chase movie where Keanu Reeves ends up deciding to, like, let them start killing all the humans and then has to, like, stop it at the last minute. Which, also not what happens in the original. And just very weird. Like, very... (laughs) What does happen in Very, the original? Very like dumb and lame, and it's all just like I don't know, just like fuck off with your Keanu and your and your Smiths. D- d- like, I, sorry, I I'm degrading over here. You can no, no, no. I mean, it's it, it's like a really so you know. Also, n- now that we live, or now that we have other examples of stuff like Arrival and movies that just you know generally try to do something kind of different with the concept of alien life and its existence how we would interact with it like this movie feels almost exceptionally and decidedly lazy in its sci-fi concepts um because it's an action movie more than it's a sci-fi it's way more an action movie than a sci-fi and you can tell that by the fact that like none of the sci-fi elements to it where it does try to do something different it it gives it like the old college try of of explanation (laughs) you know it's like real real like uh 40s and 50s comic book pulp fiction type of explanations where like 
it's not a well put together scientific concept that you're riffing on at all. You know, like the placenta <laughs> spacesuit. You know, like yeah, that's all they say. That that's not our wording. They're like, it's like a placenta, and then that's the most they say about it. Okay, why does it need a human body? To survive on our planet? No, 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 no. You just told me there was some kind of like weird spirit being or higher evolved whatever. Why does it need a body at all? Because it do- because Keanu Reeves needs to be here is, is like the answer. <laughs> but then, you know, you might be thinking, oh, well, at least what does the purification process look like, right? Because eventually they figure out that these orbs are actually arcs. And they're drawing, like, very, very briefly, it tells us that animals in the surrounding area are, like, going into the orbs. And the reason being that, I guess, this thing is going to, these aliens are going to wipe out the humans and then return the animals back to, like, repopulate the Earth, I suppose, is the, is the thinking i don't think so i think they're thinking is we'll just destroy the humans and see what happens after that well see and that's that's and again it's a blink if you miss it the only reason that i remembered this plot point i just watched this movie by the way i want like not an hour ago i watched this and i still struggle with some of the details because they're that brushed over but at some (laughs) point they figure out that the orbs are like arcs as well to like protect the animals. Um, oh, that's right. Because he decides to like activate killing all the humans. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. All these orbs start popping up all over the earth yeah. to like provide a home for various animals to like be in right. while they kill everything. So else, you I guess. you might be thinking, and 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 also, I mean, there's stuff to do with like. They vaguely mention that the aliens have, I don't know, control over technology or some shit. So, like, there there are interesting possibilities for how the cleansing may occur. Chris, just so late aughts, the villain is a cloud. They keep fucking doing it. The villain's just a fucking cloud again. <laughs> It's it's Fantastic Four. It's it's Green Lantern all over. It's like it's the happening. It's the fucking happening. The bad guy <laughs> is a cloud, and I, at least it's like kind of they're kind of trying to do something where it's like like there's there's Keanu, and then also out of Keanu's ship is this giant automaton that looks pretty similar, if not identical, to the 1950s version. Like I like I at least know enough about the movie to know that that's what it looks like and that's what it's referencing. But like how this thing works is never quite clear other than Keanu is like, it protects me. And then a lot of shit happens to Keanu and it's nowhere to be found, but whatever. <laughs> um, it has to go kill Kyle Chandler, who's in it just to be killed. But yes. eventually it like separates itself into small little bugs, like little locusts. And then the locusts eat a lot of stuff, but it is never clear what they're targeting. Because at first you might like, think, like, because if we're if we're gaming out, this is a sci-fi concept, okay? Maybe yeah. it's targeting 
human organic matter or DNA or but no, it's but no no, <laughs> it eats whole signs yeah whole cars yeah it's like cloud of like robot locust things will just like fly around and like leave total decay of everything yeah inorganic and organic material in its path yeah which i guess if that if your move is total destruction then like fine but also that's but it's not are you destroying just the humans and saving all the animals if you like destroy exactly. all their ecosystems exactly <laughs> like... exactly chris if you destroy all their ecosystems and you can say like oh maybe it was just destroying man-made shit and it's like well where do we draw the line on man-made shit Think about all the shit that is man-made at this point. That, like, is just our manipulation of natural topography or whatever. So, like, it's just not... They just wanted to have their big budget CGI, like, oh, look, it ate a Mack truck. Do you see? And this is what I'm talking about where, like, I've definitely seen some scenes of this movie just because of the trailers. Like, I've seen the Mack truck getting eaten. I've seen the stadium, the football stadium getting eaten. Like, it it, it just, it doesn't even look that cool, you know? Because it's still PG-13, so it, like, can't, like, it flirts for a second with being kind of scary with the fact that these mites or whatever just disintegrating things but it never quite like the mites get too thick for us to see what's happening and then the thing is just gone so it's like well that's not really that frightening is it because we don't see like it's just it's just not and the fact that again a cloud is the threat and also the fact that keanu calls the cloud like that's the thing is keanu is I don't know if he's the bad guy, but he's definitely kind of the antagonist for me. That's the that's the other thing. It's like the placement of Keanu. That's like it's not how this story is supposed this ah uh, cuz the story is supposed to be one about human incompetence mm-hmm. and like the uh the human tendency to act before thinking. Right. So like like, like sniping a, a light orb. Yeah. yeah. Like sniping the orb or the alien walking out of it, which is a part I'm pretty sure that's a it's been a while, but I'm pretty sure that is a part of the first movie. Mm-hmm. But because this movie's in 2008 and it wants to be this big action flick, it just ends up being in so many places and taking up so there's so many scenes about like going to different places and doing different things. Where it's like you can have big cinematic moments mm-hmm. showing us maybe like how what an al- what the aliens are threatening is like how they're gonna make good on that threat. Yeah. They make like a little bit good on the threat around the world. Yeah. Freak people out. But it's supposed to be basically this negotiation of humans being freaked out, acting way too defensively right up front, and then backing the fuck off. And being like, okay, we're going to try to do better. Is how it's like, how it goes in the original. And that's not how it goes. No. In this one. No, no. And like, also just like, it's, again, it's supposed to be about dealing with this problem. And instead the movie is, is like, it seems like it's about that. It's the beginning of it is about that. Maybe even the first third or half is about that. But yeah, then it turns into this thing where it's like, clearly, we've been setting it up so all the U.S. government officials were were dealing with 
like what's his face that you just mentioned chandler Kyle and chandler. kathy bates yeah. are supposed to be these these incompetent government officials who think they're competent right 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 who are acting right. air quotes in the defense of of u.s interests and like protecting people but that like hyper security is actually what's making things worse right. like they're the bad guys which the movie knows for a while and then all of a sudden it just like switches to like the aliens are the bad guys because they want to kill everyone but they're also not it's confusing it's very confusing they're still not fully the bad guys because the movie's given them moral authority yeah so it's like well (laughs) it's like well i don't want them to annihilate humanity but also like it seems like that's what is supposed to happen now? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, what? There, there, there are some, like, incredibly frustrating, uh, like, Western supremacist thought just underlying a lot of it, including, but not okay. limited to, when Kathy Bates is, she plays, like, the Secretary of Defense or some shit. For all, oh, for all intents and purposes. I, yeah. I love, I'm so glad you're bringing yeah, this up. Yeah, you know, oh, you know where I'm thing. fucking going. You know where I'm fucking going. <laughs> is she was like, whenever a superior civilization meets an inferior one, they tend to wipe them off the map. Native Americans, the Aztecs. But in this case, we're the inferior civilization. And it's like... Oh boy. Oh no. Wow, that was half a minute and we've got so much to unpack there. That was a that's a do it's just yeah. so again, right off the bat, I find it just from a pure fan of sci-fi perspective, super lazy. Super lazy to not only treat this precisely as like Europeans meeting natives on this continent, but to then outright say it and to yeah. make the audience then frame it that way in their heads that they're like, got it, I understand what's happening, is just... Like we're going to classify, yeah, as superior the society that can annihilate another that is what superior means Mm. is the ability to destroy right and it's just like oh okay and and that's an unfortunate moment because there's an there's an obviously a great opportunity to have kathy bates's character say that line yeah and then have that like have it explicitly be like antithetical to the message the aliens are trying to bring us yeah which it is right but instead that's that's not what they do no. that's just like stated as like a reality right it's just it's just true right and it is true in this movie because the aliens do almost kill everybody well and isn't it with their superior tech isn't it curious that it wants us to feel bad about that that humanity is going to get wiped out by this but makes no effort to make any sort of moral justification for you know the the so-called wiping out by the superior civilization when it was the Europeans. So there there's some like very mixed messaging, and it, it I mean the mixed messaging just permeates the whole thing. Like it can't oh, yeah. outright the... say anything about like corporations and well, and that's I think you nailed it with that because I didn't think about the level of product placement in the movie when I first watched it, mm-hmm. but that's why the theme. The, not the theme necessarily, but the message ends up being different at the end. The message is not like, hey, 
we need to get our shit together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead, the message is all humans contain both good and evil. So, like, Keanu decides to kill everyone because humans bad, but then he learns through his weird road trips and chase scenes with Jennifer Connelly and Jaden Smith that humans are not just one thing and they contain multitudes and you have to have some of the bad of humans Uh in order to let the good flourish because they are inseparable from one another which like frankly i don't really care if that's the message of the movie right that's fine but like you you gotta make the movie make sense with that message in a much more interesting way for this remake yeah because otherwise it's just like it's like, okay, so you show up as a stupid alien who wants to kill everyone until you realize that, like, people are complex. Like, <laughs> Right, which, which I mean, that, that, and also, like, the way that he gets there is the most, like, confusing. Like, the scene happened, and then Ke- I texted you when it happened. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I've been to I've been to a national cemetery, so now I've given up on my ecological dreams. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, because that's... Jaden's dad, because he's so Jennifer Connelly is his stepmom, yeah. but now taking care of him mm-hmm. because his his bio father was like a, a engineer or doctor or some shit for the army he... and died. So he's buried in Arlington, which is anyway that's the context for what Harrison he was a soldier and then and then but they they're like quick to clarify at one point that he was actually in like the army corps of engineers and and this is a direct quote he went over there to help people now you and i know what over there means right like yeah that's 2008. 2008 yeah we know where over there is uh it'll mean the same place for a while. Yep. Well, and also with the context of 2023 of knowing uh, how much of that helped in the long run, it's a it's a it's a pretty skis. Which I mean, I think I mean not. I think I can guarantee this is what's going on because they need to use so much like uh, like the military for a while now, and and particularly post 9/11 has had this like standing deal. Where basically, if you want to use their images and their Humvees and all that shit, they have a right to veto some shit. So yep. it, it, I mean, but but it's like painfully obvious here because again, the things that the movie needs to criticize and gets it criticizing, it can't because of where the money is coming from, <laughs> the money and resources are coming from to even make the movie in the first place. So it's just a wildly antithetical uh, uh, experiment, exercise. And like... that's just as, a, as an aside, I'm glad you brought this up just as an interesting little, little aside. That is good for our viewers to know if you didn't know this about American movies involving any government agency that is militaristic in any form is they often, those movies often get a lot of funding and a lot of access to those agencies so that the agency gets some veto power and gets to say, eh, don't talk about that. That's also why, when you think about it contextually, there are very few things nowadays that critique the modern military uh, industrial complex. Mm -hmm. Like, most of them, if they are going to critique that... They're critiquing like a privatized aspect of the military industrial complex that specifically has, right in, right, in right, like right. real world like done a corrupt thing. Right. So it's about 
that corruption. But you don't get like Good Morning Vietnams anymore. My God, you know like, you don't. No and way. if you do get a movie critical of the military now, it's about Vietnam. Right. You know, it's about a past conflict right. that we've already come out of we'll probably start seeing that begin to be like permissible with afghanistan or it's like a right or it's like a hurt locker (laughs) situation where it's like yeah some individuals might have been hurt but like the mission overall was good it was good we we were it was good it was good it was good it was good it's good we've done that it's real good it's fine yeah everything yeah absolutely it's fine it's okay it's great i mean that's honestly why there's some new show on netflix that's okay but it's like a comedy about like some guy who's a CIA lawyer. I forget what it's called. You might have seen it. Mm-mm. It's it's actually pretty funny. But what I love about it, and I don't know if the show is worthy of my love, but this detail is, which is that it is just highly critical of the CIA. Like the whole point Good. is like, here's a guy who thought he was going to be like a lawyer with an easy government job. And now everyone oh, he is oh. trying to legally cover up Wait. is like wildly incompetent um. or wildly breaking international law. And that's funny and critical, and that's shocking to me yeah. that it even exists. But the only reason it can is because Netflix decided to greenlight it. But I can tell you, the CIA is not involved at all in the production of that show. That's uh, is that the uh, the recruit? <laughs> yes, the recruit. Will suggested I watch that. Will actually had really uh, positive things to say about it. So that's, it's good. That's two. That's enough for me to watch. Yeah, Once I get a, a Netflix time. password. Um, yeah, the, uh, the, the day the earth is still is just a giant mess. Um, it's kind of, I haven't seen the original, but it feels like an insult to the classic and to the message and goals that, that you were, which ultimately like, I, I, I think that this movie is a really great example of, how diluted sci-fi has become as a genre in general, particularly in like American filmmaking, because a lot of the times at its root, sci-fi is trying to take current things that exist to their logical conclusions to make a point about the present. And just like more and more of that is getting lost. More of it just feels like straight up magic. Cause you're like, yeah, I'm not going to fucking explain why that works that way. That's not, that's not my job. It's like, it's, no, but that is, that, that's what a sci-fi is. You're forgetting the science part of science fiction. Yeah, that's, it's, I mean, well, you can see that shift in how, in how the genre is treated on streaming services or mm. in categorization lists. It's never sci-fi. It's sci-fi slash fantasy. They're looping them together. Yeah. And to a certain extent, that's true, but it's only really true when you, are thinking about sci-fi as magic and you're not thinking about it as this logical conclusion. Yeah. I mean, that's the difference between, I guess, like the foundation or the expanse, which are shows that are actually trying to look at a logical conclusion mm-hmm. kind of progression versus, yeah, you're versus more Star like fantastical. Wars. What's that one that just came out with Adam Driver where he like goes back in time uh, in a spaceship accidentally to the dino age, uh, uh, 65. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like you know it's like one of those is like very magical fantasy-esque like he basically is transported to like a world with magical beasts i.e dinosaurs yeah versus like the expanse which is 
ironic that it's produced ultimately by Jeff Bezos, but like is about the notion of capitalism in space and how that would not be good. (laughs) Even though that is what Jeff Bezos like wants, like the world galaxy Jeff Bezos wants is the show, the expanse, even though the expanse is like very critical of that world, (laughs) which I have mixed feelings about that. Is it the expanse on Amazon? Amazon Prime. Oh, boy. boy. Don't you just love having your views and and feelings repackaged back to you by multi-million dollar? The worst is when it's good. Yeah, I just hate it when it's good. And it's like, wow, your message and everything is on point. But what's undercutting it is that this is on a platform owned by a man who wants to do all the worst parts of this show. Now, (laughs) would you extend that similar criticism to something like Barbie? I haven't seen Barbie yet, so I can't. It's very good. I know. I'm a bad millennial. It's very good, but I I have... That is one... um, critique that i have heard is like yeah well it's warner brothers and mattel who are preaching to me right now about it depends on what i see but like i mean here's the thing i think that's a worthwhile critique that doesn't make me like the expanse any less i think good point in in the world we live in i would rather the expanse exist and it be produced by amazon then Amazon quash its existence because it sees that its message runs counter to Amazon's. Goals. That's a great point. I guess. I guess it's it's kind of like, uh, I mean, you know, like the 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 whole no moral way to live under capitalism, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got to everything. Blah blah blah. Take everything with its many layers of nuance, right? Like. And that's what this movie didn't do. Bam. Nice. Brought us back to the Noise. Sick. (laughs) Um, I do want to highlight, I think I sent it to you. There's a few quotes I like. And by a few, I mean precisely one. Oh, my favorite. Uh, Whiskey Task Force Engage. (laughs) I forgot about that. Like that, it's the military is equal parts ridiculous, but then they're very, very careful to make sure that, for instance, no military personnel are harmed at all. You know, like, like. Well, that's not true. A few, a few soldiers end up getting blowed up. Not directly, because because yeah. no, like that's that in the scene where they're supposed to. If if you because I I notice this and it kind of, not dude. I'm not saying that I want to see like army men get blown up that not at all but it specifically has a shot of like the dude getting out of the tank before the Uh, drone is like smashed into it yeah i know like like and then they do it twice it's like all right guys like yeah Trixie, Trixie. Ridiculous. well we'll watch something again soon we're at it's been a wild schedule our lives have been pretty wild i've been traveling i've Harrison's been moving and i've gotten i got COVID twice this summer so <sighs> we, point is we are going to try to get another episode out to you in the next week yeah. but it might not happen well we're gonna we'll settle we'll back into a regular schedule like we used to do soon yeah i'm just not sure how soon <laughs> um i've got a suggestion because i do believe you have hbo yeah 
Oh yeah, I do. This is a this is a really bad suggestion. Oh no. Um, and that that would be the second Transformers movie. One of, not not any of them. Oh, not man. any. Man, the first one is <laughs> fine. No, no, no. I mean, obviously, now we're gonna watch it. I'm just like sad that I have to. That you have to Michael Bay all over the place. I, I, I will. I think there are worse. Ah, man, I don't fucking remember. Like, I, I believe I've it's seen. It's not that all they're even that bad. I don't remember the second one at all. Yeah, I'm sure, I saw it when it came out, but like. There, there are just so many fucking Transformer movies now, and now that like King Kong is also part of the like Transformers slash like underground monsters world, like they're just like fusing big things that fight are all like fusing together into the same massive franchise, <laughs> and I'm just like, I get it. Big things fight. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, There's a... Like, I can't see this movie over and over again. <laughs> no. Uh, but they'll sure as shit give it to you. Yeah. Uh, I believe... Okay, so... And uh, by I believe, I, I pulled it up. It looks like... So it goes Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen. Um, I love when we end the episode with a list. Yeah. This is good. Dark of the Moon... <laughs> ignored mr wyden um age of extinction last night and then there's a new one that i I don't care to find the name of it looks i believe it's something beasts beast war something yeah rise of the beast rise of the beast nice rise of the um uh rotten tomatoes list listed as the worst one i'm not sure i agree but what no it doesn't no it doesn't it says it says last night is the worst one that is the worst one um so we're gonna watch a transformers movie we'll 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 i'll 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 tweet it out i'll i'll zed it out zed it out um at some point (laughs) bubbies it's been so good it's been so good seeing you being with you being inside your earbuds but it's time to go. I know. It's time to go. We're I know you don't. Flit away. I know you don't want to. I know you're just thinking if I can squeeze thirty more seconds out of the boys. But, but it you can't. But you can't. So we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye, puppies. Maybe. Maybe next week. Okay. Bye bye.